0: You are listening to the Stacks Radio Show only on WSGS New Orleans.
1: The SGS stream is all about SDV. Let me buy my rod. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very nice. Very nice. Gentle gentle what was that second line? It, it is all about SDV.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah. Okay. Like.
1: Recording live on
0: August nineteenth, twenty eighteen. I'm John. I'm Adam. I'm Jared Manders here. Welcome back, listeners. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get right to it. Adam, what you been into recently, man? Um, been playing a lot
3: of been playing a lot of Balloon World on my Switch with uh, uh on Mario Odyssey. My uh my power went out today due to due to some heavy rain. So uh, I had a good six hours of no electricity. So oh my good. what better Oof. time to fire up Super Mario Odyssey and play some Balloon World?
0: What is Balloon World?
3: Um, Balloon World, if you don't know, once you beat the game, uh, once you beat Super Mario Odyssey, it unlocks a, uh, a new mode where you have uh, Luigi is in all of the kingdoms, kind of right at the very beginning. And you can talk to him to activate a short little multiplayer mini game um, where you're teleported to a portion of the map that has a circle and uh, you have a balloon attached to you and you have 30 seconds once you leave your little designated circle starting zone to hide the balloon anywhere in the map that you can reach within 30 seconds and then it'll save it and log it and put it on a list uh, for other users to go and try to find your balloon and every time uh users will attempt to find your balloon if they don't if they don't get it you'll get like a little bounty reward and in the system uh for however many failures you have uh for people not finding your balloon like the bounty will go up so you can get you could get balloons that are worth like a couple hundred gold uh gold coins um but then it'll cost you like a hundred coins to go and seek out that balloon and it's a great way to farm up a uh, to do what I was doing, which was farm up money for costumes, and uh, it's a, it's a great little mode. It's a it's a it's a really good little end game, uh, end game content that you know they didn't have to put in the game, but but they did anyway, and it's it's a lot of fun.
2: Hmm.
3: So it's
0: uh, is you know it sounds like it sounds like geocaching.
2: Uh,
3: oh, it's like geocaching only you have like forty seconds. To run as quickly as you can and there's like a little helper arrow that'll like point you in a direction and just tell you how many meters away and then that arrow will disappear after you get like so far away from your uh from the starting area um mm-hmm. and then it'll just tell you how many meters you you are away and you just have to like frantically run and try to find this like big yellow balloon and pop it and uh and then when you do you'll get like a big like three hundred coin payout um yeah it's it's maybe kind of i could see where it's similar maybe to geocaching if it was like timed (laughs) um no it's it's great if uh if if you got a switch and you got mario odyssey it's a lot of fun Mm -hmm. um surprisingly it's still very active like i was hiding balloons and 15 minutes later they were getting
0: popped man (laughs) is
3: there strange is there a leaderboard Um no, you you can level up. So uh you'll you'll be given like a like a star rating depending on uh different achievements, like thresholds that you get, like coins that you've collected, like lifetime and how many times people have seeked out your balloon, uh how many balloons you found, things like that, like your win streak. Uh you'll you'll get the you'll you'll kind of get like a level. I think the max level is fifty and I'm at like 29 or 30 right now. And um uh leaderboard, there there might be a leaderboard between you and your friends, but I don't have any friends on Switch, so I'm not really sure. Um But you can see, I mean you can see other people's level and that's about it. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's kind of limited in that. But it's uh it's fun, man. Besides that, um I've been playing uh, some like simulation stuff with uh, with my kid, so we've been playing a lot of Kerbal Space Program, a couple for a couple of weeks, and he's super into rockets now after Kerbal Space Program. And oh, we just started up Train Simulator because I had it. Uh, when I bought it back in like two thousand eleven, or even before that, Ooh. and I haven't played it since. So they kept upgrading me. So now I have the latest version, Train Simulator Twenty Eighteen. Fired it up. Say, let's. What's going on in this game? Let's see. Let's let's ride some trains, man. And mm-hmm. um, it's all right. <laughs> you know, <they> are, um... <laughs> that's that's
4: about as good as a simulator can get. Yeah, man, it's, it's, it,
3: it, it's all right. Like if you wanted that experience of just sitting in the way at the front and you could see all the controls and gears in front, man, you you can do that thing.
2: Yeah, I so, you
0: know. Especially with um, I noticed especially with like little kids, especially boys, there's there's a there's a there's a triad. It's um, it's rockets, it's trains, and it's fire trucks
2: that yeah. they love.
0: Oh yeah, all the
2: time. Can it, can
1: so like I, Euro could,
3: Euro Truck Simulator, that's gonna be the next one.
1: <laughs> dude, can I just tell you right now? I've, me and John have done two two episodes of American Truck Simulator. By the way, we should get back on that, John. That was a yeah. lot of fun. Um, but uh, that's uh, that one I really suggest you be very high for. Yeah. Not because not okay. you, you, you okay. don't want to swerve off the road, but you should be high for it and put on some nice music. Is and that then... to get
3: the, uh, the full experience of being an American trucker?
1: Well, uh-huh. then, you can be, then you can be introspective AF while you're, you know, driving around Arizona for whatever fucking reason. Because it's American truck simulator, except you only have, like, California, Nevada, and, like, New Mexico, or Arizona. Like, you get four states, and, like, the rest, like, more states are, like, um, are, uh, are, uh, you, you have to buy them.
0: I would say I would agree sure you can do that um if you're playing solo the way me yes, and man yes. played it yes. the way me and man played it you, you almost do this one person's a driver and uh-huh. the other person you, you you two are just on a road trip and yeah. you're just shooting the breeze the whole time and just having a good time
1: you know you know I, I think I got the idea uh, like subliminally I got that idea from um when we when we drove from uh, Texas to Memphis
0: Done. Oh yeah. Hmm. That was a long one.
1: Yeah. And we were driving the truck the whole time. Yeah, we were driving the truck. Yeah. (laughs)
3: One thing I'll uh so one thing I'll say about train simulator is um you know, and it's this is kind of like a criticism to the game, is the game is full price. It's a full like forty dollars. But actually I'm I'm seeing here it comes with like some basic stuff to, to kind of get you started really kind of what you're what you're buying is kind of like a platform and I kind of wish that that game you know the game was a little bit cheaper and more upfront about what you're actually getting because you get some really bare-bones stuff that's maybe a good like 10-15 hours worth of like gameplay there but then you look at the DLC and I know this game is famous for how much DLC it has let me scroll to the bottom it's gonna take a full minute and I've and I've purchased DLC. I don't know how. Maybe it's through a humble bundle or something. So so the the total cost gets reduced um, from you know removing what I've previously purchased. Seven thousand three hundred and sixty nine dollars and twenty two cents. Holy crap! Mm. Worth the DLC that I currently don't own.
0: Yeah, but is is that the is that just the the end game progression of games as a service?
1: Hmm. I mean, sure, but just don't mm. release a new one that costs 40 bucks every year. Like, this is this is why Madden releases a friggin' new game every year that's buggy as fuck. It's because they have to redo the game, tack on new features that aren't even remotely ready to go, and, and then, like, they haven't had any time to, like, QA the damn thing. Like, they need three years to make a new one. So, like, just All don't right. release new trucks or train simulators every year, you know? right and then you can do well that.
3: well and you know I, so i bought this game quite a while ago and i've that you know they they just upgrade everyone who's purchased it you you get upgraded to like the latest and greatest platform you know and I'm i'm guessing they're just adding on more add-on content for you to buy and you know this is all like totally optional and it's it is it's very comprehensive on what you want you know with all these different routes spanning different continents yeah. Um, so if you wanted all kinds of European famous train routes you can do that and all types of different engines and things you can do that too um they vary in price between about $8 all the way up to like 50 for DLC packs and I'm not quite sure what like what you get in the $40 or $50 pack versus like the $8 pack mm-hmm. so unless you were like really into the hobby of like digital training um you know it's, i don't like i don't know what the hell any of this stuff is like the br blue diesel electric pack Loco add-on
0: it sounds yeah. like a it sounds like a package for hobbyists like thing. Yeah.
2: Right
3: yeah but man that's that's a lot of money man for one yeah. game you know what i'm saying so it's yeah. actually and, and yeah. actually as i'm looking at it on steam it's on sale right now and uh so it's 77 percent off for the base game which is nine bucks at the moment, originally forty, and about a quarter of the DLC is about half off.
1: Mm-hmm. I, 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 so I, I just to check comparison wise to look at like what the like Amer so American Truck Simulator has like thirty dollars of DLC that you can buy. And one of those is like the state of New Mexico for twelve bucks, which is just like fuck you. Um, and, a state, it's a big state though. It's pretty decent yeah, sized state sure whatever but they should just give me the country if they're gonna call it american truck simulator anyway that's that's their that's their uh marketing not me um um the other thing is that euro truck simulator 2 has about 156 dollars of dlc and it includes italy scandinavia like and more france i think like the rest of france so Mm -hmm. Is uh
3: is your is Euro Truck Simulator kind of regarded as the better of the truck simulators?
1: Uh, I I mean I think I I played I played Euro Truck Two and American Truck and they're both they're both pretty good. Um, if you're doing Euro Truck though, you have to like drive like a European, so you drive on the left and shit like that. So okay. like it it's a little weird. Um, so like, but, like
0: minus one, like let me drop it down to. A...
1: Three out of five. Nah, nah. The, so, on the other hand, American Truck Simulator, like, they make you follow the rules of American driving really hard. So, like, you have to drive as a truck 55 miles per hour, which is just like, God damn it. You know, like, can I just drive 70 like all the other trucks do when I drive around, please? You know, <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> can you go like 70,
3: 80 and then, like, the car- pull you over and
1: well they, they don't pull you over you just get you just get money deducted from your from your account so like oh boom. how would they know uh they they just do gps tracker yeah man yeah. like gets <laughs>
0: helicopters man it, it's
1: That's crazy i i think i think in one of the episodes we did john like i i think i had a I think I got really mad because I like went through a, I blew through a red red light or something and like got a hundred dollar fine. Yeah, and I can't remember. I also remember yeah. that I had to do three U turns, except you can't really U turn in the game, so I had to go and like go. Yeah, down you're in it. semi. Well, they don't have as many roads, so like no. I had to go like twenty miles out of my way to U turn. Um... instead of like. Five miles to the next stop or whatever, like so. I I I did that twice. I went the wrong way twice. John, John, I think was dying. (laughs) Well, it was
0: um true. It's not very simulator as a uh, as as a simulator should be, but
1: it does a great job. Honestly, yeah,
0: it it does a great job if if you're in it for if you're fun. If you're one of those European training hobbyists, (laughs) uh, yeah, you know. but instead of European trains, you're American trucks. And it's not it's not for the enthusiast maybe. It's for the casual player, for sure. Are you doing it for the landscapes?
1: Yeah. That's yeah, what definitely. I thought we were doing it for. And you can kind of see them. But yeah. They they are like we're in I don't I don't think we were spending enough time on the coast, honestly, cuz that's probably going to be the best views in the southwest. For me at it- least. It, it
3: it 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 reminds me of, um, even when playing like Train Simulator, it reminded me of like the the slow TV, uh, channel of just watching, uh, like this uh, commuter train go through, uh, like starting in the south and going all the way up to like northern Norway.
1: You you know uh, I will say this I can't I have to pay attention to the road so like the the biggest problem for me was that like i couldn't look around because if i did look around i'd rear end somebody and get like a (laughs) dollar fine so so like um maybe train simulator is better for that
0: yeah Yeah. you 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 want it to be american road trip simulator
2: you know yes and then i can just really want it to be
1: I, I and i want to be able to put my driver on cruise control and be that passenger.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I could... mean, people
1: will pay a lot. People will pay a
0: lot to have kind of like a um, a Twitch I'm... IRL stream as a as a traveler. I'm yeah.
1: A, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go. I'm going to email s s the, the makers of the, the truck simulators and be like, hey, guys, I have your ten million dollar idea right here for you. All <laughs> I ask is I get a free copy and like you make it all across america
2: and you I mean, there... free.
0: people will pay to travel without having to travel
1: mhm
3: i would uh two two dlcs that i would want one would be and they they could they could just sneak this in as like a quick little update non descriptive one in a million proc chance of just having like Dominic Toretto just like chase you down on the highway just randomly. Oh my <laughs> God.
1: Ooh. <laughs> and then another one is like some guy who's like narrating the the ride. And then they were driving across the great wasteland known as Texas. How's you know? oh, the
2: man. music? Can
3: you do can you do custom music? Like, can I load up a um, like an audio book while I'm while I'm Euro truck driving? I mean,
1: I, I was I was listening to Spotify. Wow, games as a I
2: platform
1: yeah but i think there's a way you can just drop your music into their music file cool or folder they don't just do they don't that.
3: have like sweet like built-in like scandinavian heavy metal
1: uh it's <laughs> not that sweet okay <laughs> it, it, it's fine
2: yeah
3: Cause I can i can see like shoutcast support would be pretty neat oh man to tap into like like european radio stations and stuff
0: there's, and, I mean, um, what did we used to be able to do? We used to be able to go in and edit the audio folder of the uh, GTA threes and fours,
1: oh, and man. just dump our own
0: music, just dumping your own in in playlist. Yeah, far,
1: we're far we're past past the, uh, the What was that? What was that shooting game that was based off of your 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 um? Beat Hazard. Um, Beat yeah! Hazard yeah. Oh man, did Hazard was great. Did they ever mm-hmm. like figure out how to work with Spotify?
3: uh no but you can it has like direct shoutcast support so like internet radio stations you can just drop the urls in and you could just play uh, until you die on like you can load up like like if you wanted you could load up local radio stations if they have uh broadcasts like normal like internet broadcasts ah uh,
0: oh drop some wwn oh uh-huh.
1: yeah that'll be fun to play on
0: wwz yeah yeah that'd be pretty, that'd be pretty interesting.
3: Yeah, we could uh, we could do that for like the um, like NFL football games that are broadcast locally. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dude, so I I I'm so excited to not listen to the announcers this year for football. I just just gonna throw that out there. So excited for it.
3: The um, the other DLC that I see that would be great here is since they already have the the mileage, like the highways and stuff are already built out. I would, man, I, I would love to play like a Bonnie and Clyde type game where you're kind of like, like, just like. An outlaw on the road. Isn't that what the crew is supposed to be? Yeah, but it was just done really poorly. Right. Stick your truck simulator and just throw in like. Smokey and a bandit. Give me like smokey (laughs) and a bandit car. (laughs) That's and we're we're just and we're just like drug running.
0: Ah. Let's move on a
4: little bit. Jay, yeah. what have you been into, man? What up? So uh, mainly just two things. Actually, let's call it 2.5, because I had a power outage issue yesterday, too. But uh, the first thing I've been into is uh this cool little game called Chasm, which I randomly played the demo like legit four years ago on PS3 at a GameStop. And I've been following it since then. And it finally came out. And uh, it actually got mixed reviews, but I feel like it was I think some people had like some unrealistic expectations from it like they uh i'm not somehow. i think it somehow got tagged as like a uh well i mean i guess it is tagged as a metroidvania but people were expecting like a roguelite or something like that or a soul light which it's it's really not it's it's a lot closer to something like super metroid except you mostly just have melee weapons but uh it's kind of cool you go down this mine and you just explore and you're trying to figure out this mystery and why the townspeople are disappearing and what's going to happen. So I mean, it's about 10 hours and I'm about eight hours in. I think I'm only about seven hours in. So I'm close to actually beating it, but yeah, you know, sad that it took four years for the guy to finish developing it, but you know, don't let the reviews get to you. It's, it's kind of cool. So I I guess one thing, like a lot of the mixed reviews were the negative reviews were talking about the backtracking, which some people don't necessarily care for. They're more so looking for like a dead sales experience where you Go through, you farm, you die, you power up, and then you get stronger, but you're only like marginally stronger than you were before. But I like mean, a... this is. Oh,
0: sorry. I'll make. I was just make it quick. That sounds like a classic. Cl- I like to say classic expectations versus reality. For Metroidvania, is one of the. I mean, that's a classic gameplay mechanic: backtracking. You know. Well. Yeah.
1: I. I I think part of the issue, is that like. There's so many of these games out now, and this thing got, you know, like fully funded like four years ago. Yeah. On a Kickstarter, and it probably promised a lot. I don't know. Yeah. I, know. I didn't follow it that hard, but like, that I was. was
4: yeah, I was following it. I don't think he, uh, I don't. Th- yeah i don't think you really promise that much as like supposed to be like a eight to ten hour metroid cell game and it's it's more so it, it is a lot closer to Metroid with like backtracking and one shot and all the shit that used to beat your ass during like the first 15 minutes of the game which some people don't necessarily care for but i think it's kind of cool you know you see the little the little rats that you had to struggle and strategize against you just like kick them now and they die which is yeah. always fun imo um yeah, so that's cool. I mean it I guess the price point is a little steep, it is fourteen ninety nine, which might be a little high. I think not fourteen ninety
1: nine or forty yeah. nine?
4: No, fourteen.
1: Oh, that's not bad.
4: Yeah, that's not bad. I mean about ten hours. That's not bad. But yeah. Uh other than that, the second thing I finally got around to finishing, uh Digimon Adventure Try, which, you know, I'm a I'm gonna hammer it back to y'all any day of the week because Tamers is one of the best series, possibly the best series I've ever seen in my life. Uh, this one is, it's a different crew. It's like the original crew from season one. And it, it's like a, I guess it's a soft reboot, but I, I did like it. It's, the themes are always a lot deeper. I think that this one, like Adventure 1 and Adventure 2, they had good themes, but they had terrible execution. And like the, so like the two major themes in any Digimon series is like the connection between the, uh, the Chosen and their partner and then the human world and the digital world. And so this this did a good job of like showing the relationship between everybody. I'm not gonna spoil too much since it kind of just wrapped up, but it, it did show like a very strong relationship between the uh, well, they're not even kids anymore. They're actually like college students and adults now. So the adults and their partners and ooh, they went three
1: little liars on it. Nice. Yeah,
4: yeah, and the uh, the relationship of the digital world and how it's affecting the real world. So uh, and I mean, I like in the end like things didn't actually work out perfectly, which is always a plus too because. I mean, you'll see a lot of stuff and you'll see all these shows and things like get super extremely bad and you think, oh no, how are they going to get out of here? And oh, lo and behold, everything works out perfectly and everyone's happy, but in the end, everybody wasn't happy, but you know, at least the world didn't get completely evaporated, which is some sort of plus.
0: You know Add what, demand. like, I <laughs> what I that? have not watched any Digimon anime since the first one. You're talking about Tai and Sora and all them? Oh, yeah, that crew. I like that crew. It's the only only crew I ever watched. Probably that's yeah.
4: why I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- yeah, I think with Adventure uh, One. Yeah, I think with Adventure One the um like the English dub wasn't as good as the sub. And it they like like Mimi's character, for example, she's in the sub, she's completely different. Like they completely rewrote her and into being like the spoiled brat, which wasn't exactly what she was. Mm-hmm. And it just kinda like it's kind of turned. I don't know. I f- I felt like the kids were like a little generic in Adventure 1. And then they had like the Tags and crests which had like a you know courage and friendship and they just seemed a little a little too arbitrary for my taste after like rewatching it as an adult. It was fine when I was a kid, but rewatching it as an adult it, it definitely seemed juvenile, but I think this one try I don't think it it doesn't have as much appeal to children, but it definitely feels a lot more adult and it's it's a lot deeper and darker.
0: I can You know,
4: speaking of deeper and darker,
0: when you when I think about it, Digimon was really the first anime where they um, that I remember at least where they showed like a Tokyo apartment complex where not like poor people live, but like where like lower income people live because the rent's cheap. You know, you don't have a separate house; you live in a unit, and there's like 50 units per floor, and there's 50 floors, you know, and that's where you live. One of mm-hmm. the episodes I remember is when Ty was coming back from um, the digi World, and he's like, "Oh, I finally get to be here now." But at that point, some plot point was uh, going on where the digi World are, already had started merging with the real world, and there was there was a, a moment of discussion of you know like, "Oh, you know, where is everybody? Really? Where are my parents? I have a little brother." I'm, how am I gonna take care of my brother? You know, like we live in this I don't have a job. We how are we gonna how am I gonna feed him? Stuff like that. And um that was I was kinda of a little bit too young to realize, but Digimon for me was probably the first kind of inkling that there could be darker themes in this otherwise Saturday morning lineup just full of like Pokemon and you know, recess and
4: whatever. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I I definitely agree with you there because I think that show, while not perfect in modern day, like it didn't age well, but it definitely did show you those darker themes. And it was a uh, yeah, Ty. Like yeah, that that story arc is when Graymon first goes to his ultimate form and they like get sent back to the real world. And so he's like, you know, he's thinking, oh, I can go back to my normal life now. But then. All of a sudden, he knows all of his friends. He's the only one that got sent back, and all of his friends are still over there. It's like you know, you have this kid, and you, you know, it's a child that has all these responsibilities, and you know, he has to get back so that he can actually save the world, so that he can end up, you know, becoming an adult and taking care of his family and stuff like that. And so, you know, it, and then you know, the uh, the other Digimon thing is Ogremon, like ends up crossing back, and they start scrapping with with the uh, with Agumon and stuff, and he eventually goes back. But yeah, the the darker themes were definitely something that uh, that I liked a lot about that series. It's, it's just in general, they, aside from Tamers and now Try, they just have atrocious pacing, which is, Mm -hmm. uh, it just sort of, it just kills the series for me. Mm -hmm. I mean, like even season, season two, like legit had a good storyline, but it was still like that horrible pacing and, you know, you can't stay on these arcs for 30 episodes. And then all of a sudden, once you reach the climax, you hurry through this next arc at four episodes and, this is like the arc with where, where everything gets the most interesting. And then all of a sudden you rush through it and it's, and as soon as you get to it, it's gone. And it's like, because, you know, all the... this,
0: this, yeah, is, this, is, uh-huh. this is what you're, th- this is my problem with it. This, this is what you're dealing with during that time. um, You're running against Pokemon as your competitor, right? And Pokemon is the exact opposite. Pokemon is a kid. He goes out and plays. He has no responsibilities. We don't talk about parents. We don't talk about bills. We don't talk about healthcare. We don't talk about any of that. it's Digimon, all free. It's all free. It's, a, it's you just going out catching them all and just having fun. Welcome Digimon's, to Utopia. Digimon's yeah. the opposite of that. You have all these um, unintended unintended consequences from the rapid development of all this technology. So now you're dealing with that. It could have been such a such a great contrast had they fixed the the pacing and the writing and the dub and the storyline yeah you know that's where that's where i think when you when you put out a podcast episode today in 2018 and you start talking about digimon i'm like jerry why are you talking about digimon you know that's like nowhere near (laughs) in the same realm as popularity or success as something like pokemon you know because we both had those when we were kids but ain't nobody talking about digimon these days Mm -mm. so i mean i think it's good that somebody had to go back and revisit because i mean you're right it's not discussed a lot but digimon had
4: things to say too yeah yeah i think i think the like the one difference that i mean i am a pokemon fan too but it's like the one major difference that you'll always see with digimon is that the relationship between the uh the monsters and their partners is a lot more a lot stronger a lot a lot more not more three dimensional than Pokemon. I mean, Pikachu like shows emotions and stuff like that towards Ash, but you know, Ash ends up letting his his Pokemon go, like even the strong ones at the end of seasons and whatnot. And it's just, he, he always, aside from some, most of the time, Pikachu. I don't even think like hundred percent Pikachu, but most of the time, like all of his relationships, they just seem so shallow, comparatively well, speaking. Ash
1: has a I revolving that's
4: door policy.
1: I, mm-hmm. I think it's because there's so many Pokemon. Like you can't have a deep relationship.
4: Yeah, that's
0: true. Because
1: there's 150 of them, and you, you, you want to cover them all, you know. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. it's like 800 now.
1: Because I feel like Digimon was built to have an anime story, and Pokemon's anime was made after the game was made. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So like they tacked on an anime for Poke for Pokemon, and Digimon was built with relationships in mind from yeah. the very beginning.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: mm-hmm. that's. But that is why I like I do sort of like the Digimon series better. But uh, yeah, even in in try what John what you're talking about with like how the real world responsibilities that is that is like another way that the digital world and the real world striate together is because you see the because they're in they're they're in college now and you have you all know if you remember Izzy the guy with Tentomon like the really smart kid yeah like, uh, yeah I mean he was so smart that he just he went through, he blew through college and he's like already like running this this multinational company and shit like that. And so, you know, you have all this stuff happening around him. It's like, well, you know, I got a business to run. You know, I just can't, like, run around and do all this stuff anymore. I can't go into the digital world for months at a time. I've, I have I have real-world responsibilities. I got money to make. And, yeah, the the those sort of contrasts are... It's it's intense. I like it. I recommend it. I think if you saw season one, you have enough knowledge to, to uh, get everything you really need out of it. But I just can't. In good faith tell any adult to watch did you mind adventure one only for historical what? context uh, yeah only for historical context if you've never yeah. seen it if you only watch it when you're a little kid i think you have enough to, to follow along yeah mm.
2: what
0: about you manners What are you gonna oh, wait.
4: oh wait oh wait me... there's more jared there's more yeah. Jared. this is just a point five this is this is gonna be quick i uh Yeah, I had a power outage yesterday for, like, three hours, and I ended up playing Pokemon, uh, Pokemon Crystal, and I said, you know what? I rearranged my tier list of the games, because at first I was just, like, staunchly in the black and white is the best, and the rest of them, I just kind of like the fact that you can battle, more or less. But, you know, after playing Crystal for a little bit, I was like, you know this? Okay, this is kind of good. I, I'm kind of actually interested in emotionally investing in here, and so yeah, I'm probably going to end up dropping the fifty to get hard gold, so I can actually play the remake. Since I heard those are so much better. Anyway, that was that's was all I got. You do you, cool. dog.
1: <laughs> cool. Um. <laughs> let's see. What have I been doing? Uh, I got the the release of We Happy Few. Oh, nice. Uh, that one's a. It's a very interesting game. I like it. Um, it's, it's like a Fallout that's much more linear, or Skyrim, but mm-hmm. you're you're in you're in a 1960s England, where uh your uh, your main character it's broken up into several acts, and my character right now is like this office worker who redacts stuff, and he like reads an article that has him and his brother in it and he starts remembering shit and like the entire populace is controlled with a a drug called joy so he decides to stop taking his joy and uh yeah so now he's just trying to find his brother um and like you're sneaking around and trying to uh just you know survive and shit so it's uh it's interesting because it's like i don't know it's a it, the theme of it the style of the game is great i'm not sure about the pacing it seems like i'm doing a bunch of fetch quests where i go from point a to point b which is like fine but anyway it's uh it's an interesting look at a you know the nazis won world war Two, you know which is always something that we seem to always come back to mm-hmm. um but uh yeah it's uh uh, it's too expensive right now. I got it, like, 15% off. Um,
4: oh, yeah, because it's 59, it's, right?
1: Yeah, and honestly, I'm more interested in the Sandbox mode when that comes out, because I remember, I remember looking at it, seeing some, uh, watching someone play a demo, whereas, like, you're exploring this town, and you're just trying not to get caught, and you're trying to blend in and stuff, and it's like, ooh, that's really cool, and this is not like that. Like, I haven't run into a big town yet at all, or, you know, I have to, like, Act like I'm a somebody. Right now, I'm just yeah. sneaking in like some dump or something, and it's like, uh, oh, this is cool. But yeah. Um. Other than that, um, I uh, I saw Slenderman today. And, oh, how was uh, it? Yeah. And it was terrible. It's a very oh, bad wow. movie. would wow. not have guessed. They kept on trying to do weird stuff with like the camera, except it didn't thematically f- fit what. They like the, the the story that this movie was trying to tell, and then the pacing of the movie just didn't make any sense. So it was just like, "You're Slenderman, and we're just gonna ignore the the rules we just established like four minutes ago." And yeah. um, so yeah, it was it was a hot hot tin of garbage.
4: Oof! You see, mm. I'm glad I didn't go and pay for it.
1: it I I, I you know what? I hope I hope the guy who created Slenderman is making money off of this because like at the very end like this this girl is narrating about how like Slenderman is a virus and it's spreading to all of us through ideas and shit and then I, in in the back of my mind the whole time I was just going oh man I hope she says something about how and then eventually it'll turn into a million dollar movie
0: <laughs> so so for the for people who, who don't know Slenderman was originally like an internet meme right so the- yeah Give, yeah. give us a quick, yeah. give us some context here.
1: Yeah, sure. So, so Slenderman like was created on the Something Awful forums, which is like this terrible corner of the internet. Um, many terrible corners of the internet exist, and this is one of them. Um, but yeah, this guy like photoshopped some photos of this really tall dude in a suit with no face hanging around children, and uh, it's kind of like, um, and it, he kind of just went off from there. Sometimes he's got tentacles. Um. Sometimes you know, like they, not only did like that that creepy pasta got popular, but then it also got turned into games and stuff too. Like, oh yeah, I remember remember once. Wasn't there a news
0: incident as well?
1: Yeah, yeah. The two, there are two girls who like basically got a little too into Slender Man, which I feel like this movie was kind of like trying to, trying to like use as like a. A, a supernatural version of what happened but the two girls basically killed a third girl into sacrifice to slender man god and, damn like yeah. in real life like in yes, real, life. real life real life and they were the two girls i think they turned on each other i i don't quite remember but i hope that they're getting help slash went to jail and are staying in jail uh because it's fake af like figure it out guys um
0: yeah the, the this this movie's release was already released on such such tenuous, yeah like, the, circumstances. They
1: they did a documentary of those two girls, uh, or or that incident. Did it happen in Florida? I feel like it happened in Florida. Florida is where all this stupid shit happens.
2: Um, of course.
1: Yeah. Sorry, Jared. um <sighs> But uh but yeah, like the I, I feel like the documentary they made about that incident on HBO, I believe, is gonna be much, much better than the Slender mm-hmm. Man movie that mm-hmm. was made to make some guy a buck. And I hope yeah. he got I hope he I think it's I think it made some money. So like good, you know, I want that dude to make money. Yeah. Um, but this is a bad movie. It
0: feels a little yeah. tasteless. It Feels a little distasteful at, at at least.
1: Well, it just doesn't make it it, it just It was it's made for a buck. It's not made to like kind of like flesh out or or, you know, put together a story. Well yeah, yeah. It doesn't it doesn't really it doesn't have a message to say other than pay me. And I wish I wish it would because like the Slender Man that that creepy pasta kicked off a lot of fucking creepy pastas. Mm -hmm, And like they were like like this is kind of what started the internet horror movement in my mind.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah, certainly brought really it to happens. light. Yeah. Certainly yeah. brought it to
1: light. And like it, this is a this movie is is a disservice to that, which is unfortunate.
2: Mm. Yeah.
0: Well, multiple multiple headlines in recent weeks from both Kotaku and Polygon talk about gender and sexism, bringing both of those to the forefront of discussion. Starting with a question to you guys from me. I've been getting back into League recently. Two or three weeks ago, a piece came out on both Kotaku and Polygon talking about the firing of a Guild Wars 2 writer. Not too long ago, an article came out on Kotaku discussing the culture of sexism at Riot Games. Given my recent re-entry into League, should I stop playing a game for ethical and political reasons? Ooh. Cause you know <laughs>
1: what, uh, I I have my answer. I'm like because y'all, y'all. I already know my answer. I'll, and I'll um, and yeah. I'll
0: start again. Riot Games makes League of Legends, and they make a good product. I play this game because when I play with my friends, it's got emergent gameplay. It's a different game every time we play it, and the game produces stories that we that we can take part in some kind of shared history. That's why I play the game, and they make a good product. The problem comes for me when the people who make the product do things that I don't like. I'm now caught in a position where, man, I have a shared history with this game. My social network has already bought into it, but I just can't, I can't agree with what Riot Games is doing and how they're running it. Is, is my playing this game complicit in what they're doing? What was uh? Give me a history on. I'll bring it up. I saw the
3: article on on Rye Ga- uh, sexism in Riot Games, but I just I didn't I didn't read it. I just
0: saw the headline. Absolutely, so I'll bring it up. I'll bring it up. What exactly was going on? There, even on third-party websites like Glassdoor, where people who leave companies kind of like re- leave reviews of their employers for future employees, like intervening for the company, to get kind of like a heads up. Hey, you know, this employee was great. I would definitely work here. I had to leave because whatever. It's kind of like reading my professor, um, in a sense. But one of the writers from Kotaku, it seems like she's been working on the story for a long time because she has lots of stories, Shh. lots of people coming in telling these horror stories of how
2: Dude. women were
0: treated. And
1: I'll read one paragraph. Um, she, I think, I think she started like in like last year sometime. Here we go. Like she's been she's it. been working
0: for this one a long time here's here's one of the most egregious paragraphs i'll i'll quote kotaku here among the people we spoke to three women described being groomed for promotions and doing jobs above their title on pay grade until men were suddenly brought in to replace them both male and female sources have described seeing unsolicited and unwelcome pictures of male genitalia from bosses or colleagues one woman saw an email thread about what would it be like to quote penetrate her in which a colleague added that she'd be a good target to sleep with and not call again. Another said a colleague once informed her, apparently as a compliment, that she was on the list getting passed around by senior leaders detailing who they sleep with. Two former employees said they felt pressured to leave after making their concerns about gender discrimination known. One former male employee said that Riot's, quote, bro culture is more pronounced behind closed doors and hurts men too. One of Riot's male senior leaders regularly grabbed his genitals, the source said, adding, quote, if he walked into a meeting with no woman, with no women, he just fart on someone's face. After that, I was like, Holy crap.
1: I'm I mean, yeah. I feel like part of this like this is I feel like this is awful. And I also want to say that I feel like this is a lot of what um silicon valley is like like as california startups are just like full of terrible people
0: at the end of the article they 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 say yes if an industry like the tech industry or or a, a company like riot who makes one product suddenly skyrockets a long progression i mean they go from a tiny company to a huge company in a span of less than five years that they do not have a good foundation to develop a good corporate culture. And this is one of those um, consequences of that. Would you agree with that?
1: Huge, gro- huge growth is very hard to manage. Absolutely. I mean, my company has grown from like 100 people since I started to like 250 people. We got three offices. Like, it's fucking crazy. Like, just, just being aligned on anything. And we don't we don't have i at least i don't know of any like really egregious cultural issues that um like that that we've had and we've just grown fast and so imagining the west coast and that like that like uh that that place where you just like they have this culture already ingrained like i feel like absolutely absolutely.
0: Is this, Adam? What do you think? Is this different from the arena shenanigans a couple of weeks ago?
3: Um, I think if uh, you know if I didn't I didn't read the Kotaku article, kind of going based off of what you were saying. But if I mean if if that is the workplace culture that is going on over at Riot Games, then then yeah i think that's different from arena you know in the in the case of arena net it was kind of like it, it it was more like a like a complete breakdown of of company policy in how they handle their employees social media presence and here i mean you it sounds like you have employees that are like blatantly sexually harassing other employees which you know there's no gray area for that you either you're either doing that or you're not and that's either being ignored or it's or it's being handled and it sounds like it wasn't being handled
1: yeah i think this is i think this is a, a lot worse so I'll, I'll give you my answer to your first question, John. Because, like, uh, I'm, I'm, like, I, the, the, your question, your initial question was, should I, it, do I have an ethical responsibility to keep on playing this game, or am I kind of off there?
0: Yeah, am I, com- am I complicit? Should I stop playing this game?
1: Right. So, in that sense, I think it's similar to the NFL. Okay. And as because the NFL not only does the NFL not only did the NFL try to hide concussions not only did the NFL try to hide their players abusive behaviors towards their own people domestic violence is a problem that has been plaguing the NFL for years along with that um, like the NFL you know doesn't pay cheerleaders and the whole like. Protesting the anthem fiasco that happened last year, Um, like those those are all things that make the NFL like and like they 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 do anything for a buck and so they're kind of evil. The thing is though, I know this and I still watch the NFL and I think like I don't know if I can stop watching the nfl just like i don't know if i can stop playing league because i play with you i play with jared um and they're evil i would hope that they're getting better um and they're not but, uh, the nfl is not mm-hmm. um but yeah. i think riot is right it's,
4: oh yeah seem to yeah. have taken
1: steps to uh, uh, approach that problem you know they they hired a diver- diversity person they they friggin started putting their their uh hr team together so like hopefully they can solve their cultural issues i think yeah. they're taking steps so that's kind of okay but like honestly yeah, but- if another big thing happened i i think i would ha- i i i don't know if i can and the thing is i can always play a different video game i can't i can't really go watch a different type of nfl To. Mm-hmm.
3: So- Part to John's point, though, like they're getting their H.R. team together now, is that the bare minimum? And is that too little too late?
1: Uh, I mean, it depends on if they fix their stuff, right? Like, right. And I, I, I want to follow up to this article that says, hey, riots done stuff in a year. Right. Yeah. That's that's what I want to hear or. And and I want them to be scandal free about it as well, you know, like and they can't they can't have another huge scandal in six months. That's basically like they fired all their women, you know, or or something awful or something, you know.
3: Yeah. And, you know, I, I think in all these, there's been a. You know, a, a large amount of cases of. You know, sexual harassment suits coming out in the past 18 months and, you know, they're they're. There's many examples out there. So is it kind of that 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 we can point to, you know, all, all over media? And it's, it's kind of like, because you're questioning like the product and the consumption of that product, you know, mm-hmm. do you have a moral obligation to stop consuming that product because of uh, actions that are taken behind the scenes within the company? And I guess it's kind of you know, you can look at it as is the behavior that's going on internally are the products that they're putting out a reflection of the bad behavior that's going on on the inside?
1: Oh, probably. Ooh. I mean, look at the, Kinda, look yeah. at some of those uh look at some of those uh, summer skins for, like, pool party, and it's got a woman and she's, like, scantily clad. That's a friggin' lootly. I, but, I would I would like to see them get better at that.
3: But but not not just in league, you know, like all over, you know, any any situation Harvey Weinstein uh um was uh uh the, the guy from House Cards, I can't even think of his Kevin name Spacey. right now. Kevin Spacey. Oh, Kevin Spacey. Um, you know, like yeah, what they did was shitty. But does that does that discredit the product that they put out in the past or put in context in a different light what they did previously you know is house of cards a terrible show now is because kevin spacey was associated with it is the cosby show a terrible show now because bill cosby was associated with it
4: right i think the way i personally feel about it is like uh it's more so the companies, how the company chooses to deal with the situation, because once these companies, uh, that is what happens a lot of times, like Riot Games itself, like exploded in popularity. NFL, I don't necessarily give them as, as much credit or slack as I would Riot that started off as a small indie game company and then exploded in popularity, where, you know, you don't necessarily have, like, the business infrastructure for that, that's been present for decades to understand how you need to go about these situations, so you're bound to, to hire people that will do shit like this. And so the main thing is how do you proceed now that this is broken loose completely, how do you proceed after that? You know, that's that's why I don't I don't use Uber anymore personally because, uh, you know, all the stories about women being sexually harassed in there, okay, it's gonna happen. You can't, if someone hasn't been convicted of a sex crime, you have no idea they're gonna start sending, you know, genital pics to random women at your company. But it's your reaction to that happening, and Uber's reaction was terrible, and they weren't apologetic, and they continue to foster that same sort of environment. So I, in good faith, can't use that app anymore. But something like League and Riot Games, like yes, this happened, but what are they going to do? And they're they rea- Granted, they should have been more proactive, honestly, but I think their reaction is definitely taking a step in the right direction, in my opinion.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and 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 again, I is that you know is this something that has been known of for a long time and now that it's come to light they're like oh shoot maybe we should do something about this now we knew it was going on but we just ignored it in the past and now we have, we're forced to 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 do something about it is a critical question
4: yeah a lot of times some of this stuff is like localized too. like you might have one department and if you have someone that's the head of a department they're responsible for hiring and firing for their department. They don't have to go above or spread it out through the company. So if, you know, this dude who's higher up than a woman, you know, sends her a dick pic, then, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to get out of that department. He can just fire her and no one has to know about it. Oh, she wasn't meeting up to standards. And if they don't have like strict, you know, actual like definitive metrics, then, you know, it's, it's his word against hers. And, you know, if she decides not to, you know spill the beans or anything like that then there's nothing you can really do about it at that point
1: oh so, you know. and honestly i feel like victims have a much more higher standard of like i feel like they have a lot more to lose than. Like, oh yeah cause, definitely because you'll shoot, the, the accuser will get dragged through the the coals on this stuff all the time and like you know there's just Usually, the person who gets let go is gonna be the person who's has less power. So they they don't have the money to like go and like pay for an attorney, to like
4: yeah, exactly, the,
1: for, to fight for them. They don't have they don't have like the um, they don't have the clout within the community to just be like, hey, I I'm right here. We need to investigate this. You know, they'll turn on the lesser uh, person and lesser party, and it's just it's it's awful.
4: Yeah, because, I mean, at that point, it's like, if she decides to file a sexual sexual harassment suit, you know, um, that's a civil suit. And, you know, in, in terms of law, civil suits, you only have to prove more likely than not that it was sexual harassment. And so, you know, it's going to be the lawyers versus this woman trying to sue you for 10 or 20 million dollars, mm-hmm. because when she gets her private lawyer, if she can actually manage to pay a retainer, you know, she might want to. Oh, you know, I need a couple months' salary or something like that. And the lawyers gonna say, no, 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 we're going big and we're taking twenty million dollars. We're taking a quarter of this company, and that's what we're gonna do. And you can go to someone else, but everyone else is gonna tell you the same thing. And that's that's yeah. sort of how that that stuff happens. And so once they see that, and then they have to combat her, then of course they're gonna just pressure her with their team of lawyers that they've had on staff forever. Yeah, they'll they'll like they'll,
1: they'll some buyout with a non-disclosure, and mm-hmm. you'll never hear about it again.
2: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm
3: yeah that's uh i mean we'll see you know hopefully you know you 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 want to hope that things will things will change for the better yeah for the uh for the people over there um yeah i don't know i, I don't really have any I, I don't really have any attachment to league so
2: yeah but right. you know
3: I, I think the games that i do have an attachment to like if that happened uh if the the if if, let's say that happened to uh or or more stuff came to light with the arena net and guild wars stuff like do i continue still playing that game i don't know i mean the uh the the stuff that happened in the past uh yeah it kind of made me like you know I'm, i'm i log in i'm playing this game and i'm kind of thinking about it like well you know am i am i still having fun with this
2: yeah
0: yeah it, I'm definitely. So it definitely taints, taints the experience every time I log in now. So, yeah, I think it's like that's that's good advice. You know, is there gonna be another incident, and we'll just kind of take it from there. I'm, I'm step, you know, one step closer to to not playing this game again. So I mean, take action, Riot. On a lighter note, last night we tried to play Stargate Valley all night.
1: As you. As you could tell from the haiku of the week, that's what was on my mind. Oh, man. Well, no. Uh, and I, <laughs> the big... I accidentally bought I accidentally bought the basic fishing rod and made everybody rage quit. So, you know, oops. Well, big, well
0: the, the big man in the big house, who would give us a quick... Well, how did you think our, our farm went last night?
4: Uh, I actually think it went pretty well. I made some good progress in the mines. We made some pretty good money. We were... I was... I was, uh, we're literally one at the end of that day, I could have purchased the bronze pickaxe and continue mining, which would have, you know, hastened my progress and helped me get a lot more ore for us to use. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we could have made more gold to get better tools, but you know, somebody on our farm decided that, you know, after, after being explicitly told that (laughs) you have to be a certain level of fishing to purchase, uh, the glass. No, no, no. No.
1: No, So you can get it. I I looked. it's just 1800 gold. Like i'm level three fishing
4: okay yeah it's 18. so i could have bought it
1: but i saw 500 i was like ooh new rod that's so cheap let's go i didn't realize i was already using the bamboo rod to be fair i had just finished the entire bottle of plum wine okay like cut me some slack all right i was very drunk very drunk all right we couldn't make any good decisions the
0: funny thing is you had asked earlier in the day if you could use some of the funds to purchase some other kind of fishing accessory. We we gave you that.
1: I'm I'm the czar of fishing, so you know. I get to make decisions with our budget. Yeah. And, um, uh, uh Yeah. JK.
0: After after two weeks worth of work we had about what, seventeen hundred gold. And immediately yeah, yeah. five hundred
4: mm. of it. Yeah, yeah for, con- we, for context, we set the profit margin 25%. So
1: we need uh, to buy, like, we, we to get to a good spot for everybody. I think we need like 14,000 gold, give or take. We've got
0: a 16 uh, by because six. we
1: need we need we need four backpacks,
0: that's yeah, gonna cost
1: need... 2k a pop. I yeah, need a. I I need that fishing rod. You need the uh,
4: fishing rod. I think we need two pickaxes, two axe. Well, no, two pickaxes, one axe, and one watering can upgrade uh we also need coops and barns yeah we need coops and barns too it's I might oh
1: s- i'm gonna need i'm gonna need um the um what's it called the uh i'm gonna need some crab pots so i can go catch fi- trap some fish you, you can craft
4: those but i need
1: iron i need iron ingot for that, so.
4: i'm not that deep in mine yet unfortunately is uh, uh is that... yeah, we might need to, we might need to re-roll at fifty percent. Like this is no,
0: this is rough. Is that mishap last night an allegory for the failure of communism?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> oh Jesus! Is that a wrap? <laughs> uh, That's it. I right think there. so. Yeah. The, the, check check us out. Uh, check check <laughs> us. Check the the stacks gaming farm out it's uh it's been a blast i think so far Um, yeah
2: live streaming Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, i have
1: i have been we will continue to
0: yeah yeah all right everybody what's the uh
3: what's the channel the live stream
1: manders twitch twitch.tv slash manders xii until other people start finally uh um streaming. Mm-hmm. It should show up on our website though at StacksgamingSquad.com.
4: Well I pulled that mm-hmm. off so uh, actually let me Lip. let me add it back on right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's you. Uh... that's our show this week.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. It. That's, Hope you enjoyed that's it. it. <laughs> Thanks again, listeners till next week. Tuning in. Mm-hmm. See you next time. Yeah. Bye. 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 See ya. Yeah.